Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to be back in the podcast chair this morning. Yeah, as usual, I'm up early. It's still dark out and little Ozzy, the studio hound, is sleeping in his bed right here beside me. All right, quick overview for those of you who don't know Ozzy. He's my 12-year-old poodle. He's chocolate brown, weighs about 13 pounds. He's been with me since he was three months old and he often sits beside me while I'm podcasting. Quick overview. I just want to quickly mention this before I get started that for those of you who are new to listening to my podcast, uh, this podcast series is based on positive thought provoking stories. Uh, It's not intended to bring out a bunch of scandal or negative stuff. Um, I just can't get into that. I really want to promote a bit more thought provoking things, positivity. That's what this is all about. And if you stick around and don't change the dial, hopefully you'll be able to hear something that will get you thinking as you move forward in the rest of your week. All right, I better get started. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, I got a full day ahead of me. Um, I'm now on the countdown to my last Christmas market. uh, And in just a few more days, it's going to be all over for me for the 2023 market season. It's been a huge whirlwind year for me, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around a lot of this stuff this morning. Uh, I didn't start out this year thinking I was going to be a market vendor. It just kind of happened. And wow, (laughs) it's been pretty neat. Uh, But I'm not going to focus on that in the podcast. Uh, I hit some bumps in the road in recent months, and in many ways, the University of Life has a way of educating us with no syllabus, no lesson plan. There are just so many great things that happen each day, yet sometimes we encounter those little hurdles that they can just rattle our inner core and make us step back, reflect, and redirect. If you know anything about me, you'll know that I care about people. I'm not always a good business person, though. Yeah, I'm great with people. I totally am. But I do have a hard time putting value on my own time. Perhaps it makes me rich on the inside. But as I head into my first uh, fiscal year end, I realize I'm going to have to change how I'm doing things in the new year. Uh, So how do you define success? Is success in the dollars that sit in your bank account? Is success knowing that you set out to accomplish a goal and you achieved everything you wanted to do and more? Is success the designation behind your name, the type of car in your driveway, and the social networking opportunities in your life? I think everyone has a different definition of success. I've been successful in overcoming challenges in the past few years. I successfully taught myself how to use three new graphics programs, how to podcast, how to edit audio, create journals for Amazon and Coilbound journals, how to be a market vendor, Oh yeah, and the art of making dinner buns that can rise to the moon. (laughs) Okay, little exaggeration on the dinner buns, but yeah, my dinner buns are successful. Was I successful in all areas? (laughs) Heck no, and I'm learning from that. I was not successful in maintaining quality time with all the people who matter to me. I wasn't successful in remembering what our mom taught us, which is some things are better left unsaid. 
I was not successful in keeping up with my yard, my housework, or walking my dog on a regular basis. So what happens when we look at ourselves and we find our own faults, but we fail to see our positives? It's a negative downward spin, and it's so important to avoid that road and travel only on the lane to productive thinking. We're all people. No one came into this world with a title attached to their name, other than perhaps, oh, this is Mary's baby, or this is the baby that belongs to the young teen in room 54. In the hospital I was born at, there used to be a nursery with a big window. People could walk by and look in on the babies in the nursery. Uh, Nurses would bring the baby in to allow the mums to sleep or look after personal care. Often visitors would stop and look at the window at the babies. They'd admire their differences and remark on, who was the cute one, or, oh, look at those little toes. What no one could predict by looking in was what kind of life that child would have. Would that child be loved and go home to a family with two parents, siblings, a dog, and a white picket fence? Perhaps that child would go to a home, to a family where love did not exist, and abuse would become part of everyday living. It's horrible to think that way, but reality is, not everyone has a great start in life. Healthy relationships are formed when we are taught how to have healthy relationships, and when we set boundaries on what is and isn't acceptable in our lives. Sometimes those boundaries can cause conflicting emotions among people we love, and that can be truly difficult. In those cases, communication, listening, and hearing Navigating a path through love and not hate is the key to success. Empathy goes a long way in healthier relationships. By taking time to listen and understand what the person is saying can help reinforce to the other person that they're truly being heard. Taking an interest in what the other person is doing is so important, even if it's not your cup of tea. When we stop to take a moment and we see what our friends or family are up to, We can learn so much more about that other person and perhaps even celebrate their accomplishments in a caring way. I have a friend I consider to be the silent saint. She's always looking after other people. She really is. On any day, you can pretty much guarantee she's either helping a senior or she's looking after children or she's helping a friend. Her life is busy and it's because of everything that she does that a few seniors are able to stay at home A single mom can go to work knowing that her children will have the best summers ever and her spouse can count on her to keep that house running and the meals on the table. Well, actually, in fact, her spouse is just like her and he's always out there too, helping somebody. One day I was visiting them and I discovered the most amazing craft room. Together they make wood projects and I've been the lucky recipient of a birdhouse, a garden sign, illuminated lighthouse bottle and so much more. Just really thoughtful gifts. They never ask for anything in return, and they're happy with just being friends. We are different, and we have different interests. I'm a computer nerd, and I love my e-bike. But we love each other, and we accept each other for who we are, and I have so much respect for the value she brings to the lives of everybody around her. It's so easy to just say, how are you doing? And everybody says, oh, fine, thanks, how are you? And then the conversation ends there. But when you take time to find out what someone is really up to and you show interest, it's amazing what you can learn and the value that knowledge can bring to your relationship. It's huge. It really is. 
I mentioned earlier that my mom often said some things are better left unsaid. And yeah, I was reminded of that this past month. I bloopered and I did something I was not proud of. Not at all. I have a long history of frustrations over something that wasn't working for me in a relationship with someone that I truly care about. This goes back decades, not just years. And I didn't communicate it very well. Instead, I let it build up year after year after year, and I would just tuck it inside and try to focus on the positive. Well, sadly, there was a day when I was on overload and my frustrations came spilling out like word vomit that had no end. I don't feel I was wrong to address something that had festered with me for over 40 years, but I really did a crappy thing by not doing it at the right time, not in a kind way, and in the heat of the moment, I spewed out all my frustrations and didn't focus on all the good things. If I'd taken the time, slowed down, and expressed my feelings in a positive manner, the impact could have been much more productive without the risk of hurting someone's feelings, especially not someone I truly care about. In life, we're going to have people around us who have different priorities, different opinions, different lifestyles, yeah, and simply different personalities. When those moments occur where the different personalities can cause conflict, it's always a good idea to step back, analyze the situation, and look for the rainbows, not the clouds. Yeah, if the clouds are truly getting in your way, then it's time to follow the sunshine and take a break. Spouting off, saying your two bits worth, and expressing built-up frustrations is not always the best approach. No, you got to stop and think, well, hmm, what would happen if I didn't have this person in my life? Would I miss that person? What would happen if I hurt that person's feelings? How would I feel if I knew that by snapping or saying sharp words that I caused upset to someone I truly care about? For most of us, we don't feel good when we do that. And that is why it's so important to walk away, breathe, and approach conflict in a calm manner when things can be said kindly and not in anger. It only takes a few lousy words to destroy a lifetime of caring, and some relationships may not bounce back. It's a stressful time of year right now for many people. It really is. You know, the holidays can add to it, and we also have a major housing crisis right here in British Columbia and across Canada. The cost of living has skyrocketed, the mortgage rates are rising, and people are being forced to leave their homes. Families are working longer hours to make ends meet, and food bank lineups have increased. If you walk downtown in an area close to where I live, there are people with shopping carts full of wet clothing, sleeping bags, garbage strewn all over. I drove by a bus stop the other day and I was in the opposite direction and could see a lady slumped over a shopping bag and she was passed out. Cars were driving by in both directions. People were walking by and there she sat, passed out on the bench. It's like, I don't know, people were just becoming kind of blasé to it. It's just a part of life. But in fact, it's not just a part of life. It's really sad because there's so many contributing factors, including the lack of affordable housing, lack of mental health facilities and resources, and lack of rehab programs. It's huge, and it's really sad to see this happening. Uh, We've also got a revolving uh, door justice system here in Canada, and that is not helping. I go back to that little baby, you know, that enters the world, and they're all innocent, and they enter a world that's different behind each set of doors. We don't know what went on in someone's life or what possessed them to take that first drug. Maybe they came from a great home. Maybe they didn't. 
Maybe they needed other medication to help calm a mind that works differently and that resource wasn't there when they truly needed it. Typically, when you raise a child, you set boundaries and there are consequences if the rules are not followed. Our justice system is failing us. Uh, it really is. And you know, too often after a home invasion or an unprovoked assault, I hear on the news that the perpetrator was known to police, had multiple convictions, and after the assault was released on condition to behave and appear in court. Hmm, what do you mean, condition to behave? Yet you've just assaulted somebody or stabbed somebody and you've been let out? What the heck? Businesses are crying for staff and people need money. People also need to feel safe when they go to work each day. And if our government doesn't start cracking down on those needless assaults and crimes, it's simply adding to the downward spiral in our society. A local grocery store was on the news recently saying they lost $25,000 in two years with stolen carts. I guess those carts are costing them something like, I think they said $500 a cart or something like that. So who pays for that? People need carts in the stores, but who's providing that store with $25,000 in compensation? What gives anyone the right to just come on anybody else's property and walk away with something you didn't pay for? I take it back again to the fact we're not supporting right from wrong, and without resources to help people who have no other alternative, this is going to continue. Without rules that say, we'll give you help, you will take the help, but if you continue to do this, enough is enough, there's going to be consequences, then this is going to continue, and it's sad. People are eating their bonbons, planning their turkey meal, yet there are others around us who need help, guidance, and in yes, some cases, consequences, with supports to be able to make a change. Inclusion is so important, and we need to be able to celebrate our differences through simple kindness. I love it when I hear on the news that religious groups have come together in unity to fundraise for housing or food, you know, to try to help people who are going through difficult times. I also found myself in a situation recently where I had to stand up for inclusion and it was hard because we don't all have the same beliefs. I believe that we're all born different and it's simply impossible to all fit in the same mold. None of us chooses how we arrive in the world. You know, on that snowy day in November or a sunny day in July, it's not our choice. We arrive when we arrive. We arrive how we are. We didn't choose if we were born to a loving home or to a place of no love. And we didn't choose our genetics. We do have the choice now, however, to be kind. We can accept that we are all different and simply be kind. That's what the holiday spirit should be all about. As I look at my Christmas tree this year, I'm feeling sadness and joy. I miss all the people who matter to me and have left this world. I miss my mom, and every year I have a day of tears when I just wish I could have one more day with her. Make those candy cane cookies together, listen to her play guitar, and have a sing-along. And maybe open a little package with her handmade mittens. I feel a spot of emptiness inside as I long for the days of a large family at the table, people laughing and singing carols. Then I remind myself of all the blessings around me, and I have so many. And when I focus on the positives, that tree just seems a little bit brighter. If I can share a little tip I have for those days when your holiday spirit's singing oh, a little on the offside, I think it would be this. Go out and do something nice for somebody. It doesn't have to be big. Like my friend, the lady I call the silent saint, simply helping a family member or friends can go a long way. 
You don't have to be registered with a charity to make a difference. Shoveling the driveway of a senior during the winter or including someone who might otherwise be alone can go a long way in bringing back the good old-fashioned holiday spirit. I'm going to share a quick story. Okay, I was leaving a market I was working at the other day, and it was fun, but it wasn't really a moneymaker. It's just... It's just the situation. The weather wasn't good, and people don't have a lot of money right now. And I dedicated a full couple days to an event that, in all honesty, you probably hardly paid for my gas. But you know what? I didn't see it that way. I fostered good friendships that day, and there is no price tag on that time. At the end of the market, I saw a senior who shared his crafts all day with the kids to play with. But I don't think much sold during his time there. I grabbed some of my float money and I went and bought one of his handmade toys. I'm sure my grandkids will like it, and for me it wasn't about the toy, it was about showing compassion for an elderly man who'd worked so hard on his craft. I told my sister about it after, and she said, Lindy, that's what I love about you. That's what the holiday spirit is all about. (laughs) I love my sister. Well, the next day I discovered a guy actually got charged $2 too much. Oh, yeah. Oops, I was doing my cash reporting. Went, oh, no, I overcharged my whole $2. So what did I do? I went back into my system and I put a $2 credit back on his credit card because in my heart, it was the right thing to do. Not sure how many people work in retail or stores that would go back to give somebody $2 back on their credit card, but I do. I don't know. I just felt better doing it. And as I move into the holiday season, um, I hope my heart's going to continue to lead me into moments of the right thing to do. Um, I'm not perfect, and I've already had a mess up this season, and goodness knows I've made some good bloopers in my lifetime. But I'm going to focus on the positives and hopefully find a way to make a difference with some holiday spirit attached. And you know what? I'm just going to mention this before I end this. Did you know that this is my 99th full episode cow like if you count my mini episodes I have more but technically this is my 99th full podcast so I think I'm gonna have to make sure that whatever I do on my next one being my 100th episode I'm gonna have to make it good (laughs) oh yeah I almost stopped podcasting a few months ago but then I discovered in no time how much I love this so if you're continuing to enjoy my episodes, um, I do have a Facebook group for Lindy's Audio Cafe. Positive feedback's always welcomed on that page. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I uh, hope yeah, everybody does have a great, super wonderful week. Uh, don't let the Christmas hustle and bustle cause you too much stress. Remember, it's all about the holiday spirit, looking out for each other, being kind, being inclusive, being caring. That's where the holiday spirit will come from. So take care, everybody, and as you head out, remember what I always say, that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Have a great week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.